0: Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew co-founder and chief royalty officer of royalty.
1: Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them.
2: I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing.
3: Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparence Entertainment Group. I focus on world X usa neighboring rights on the performer side and rights holder side. Hi, welcome back to
2: Money in the Air the Neighboring Rights Podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I would really like to talk today about ISNI numbers, ISNI numbers. I read an article that Apple is now going to require them.
0: The ISNI number is the number that identifies a specific artist or creator.
2: And it could be any kind of creation. It's not limited to music, is it?
0: No, it's not.
2: And I know that there are two places that issue them in the UK, one being the British Library, clearly implying authors as well.
0: This is beneficial because there are many different artists, sometimes with the same name, definitely on the publishing side where they have CAE or IPR numbers to distinguish, say you have two Andrew Smiths. Just saying, maybe that's a common name for a songwriter and the IPI and CAE number will allow them to be differentiated. So you know exactly which Andrew Smith that you are crediting for a musical work. On the ISNI number for recording artists, for any artist or any musical performer, allow the names to be properly differentiated as well. So you could have a artist, say, that is just the first name, Andrew, I'm just using my name, I don't know why this this episode, but (laughs) you might have um, like 10,000 artists named Andrew. And in that case, the ISNI number will allow Apple Music to properly differentiate the catalogs from all the different various Andrews that are on Apple Music.
1: So do we think this is going to come into effect with the CMOs as well? Because at the moment, say, for example, when we came in with PPL, we'll use the PPL membership number or GVL have got their own unique numbers and exchange and so on and so on. And then we've got the International Performer Database where they've got international numbers as well. I'm just curious to get my head around it. Will they have membership numbers to their own societies, international performer numbers and also ISNIs as well?
2: The ISNI is an international number as well. So it would be standard around the world. But I think it's just another column on the spreadsheet. And people will pick and choose the ones they want to use. Even though there are 10,000 Andrew Smiths, every one of them will have a different a CMO number, You know, their PPL ID or whatever sound exchange issues. So there really isn't an excuse, I think, to need more metadata experts. The one I was looking at was um, Keith Kirk, and they're welcoming it. They
1: think it's going to be very beneficial.
2: Have the CMOs been asking you, Gina and Tanya, for them?
1: No, I've not had any requests at all. I can see it's a really good idea because I've seen in the past with some artists that have been claimed incorrectly because when a label has gone in to make a claim with PPL, for example, and let's go, you know, with the example that Andrew quoted, Andrew Smith, it's quite a common name and it's very easy. PPL will sign up an artist using their middle name as well, which is great if you know their middle name. But if you don't and you just select Andrew Smith, you could be selecting from one of 20. How did the label know which Andrew Smith is correct? I mean, I don't know where the easing is going to fit into all of this, but I just think it's not a bad thing if it helps cut down the error and the incorrect payment of claims.
3: Yeah, I I totally agree, because anything that's internationally recognized or standardized is a good idea. Because like you say, Gina, when I work on behalf of rights holders and you're inputting lineups, if they have quite a unique name or, you know, their full name, all five middle names, yeah, you can locate them. But yes, if it's quite a common name and you don't know the middle name, yeah, like there's 20 plus results come up on the first page. And it reminds me of PRS on the publishing side. When, you know, I'd be just given the co-writer's name, I'd always ask, what's the CAE number, which is composer, author, editor, or IPI if you're in North America? And quite often, they just wouldn't know. So then, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just guess. I mean, you could be paying the wrong person. So I think it's a good idea to just narrow down results to be accurate. And if apple's requiring it, it means it's coming from
2: the distributor or the aggregator or the label. It will filter through to the CMOs eventually.
0: They're differentiating at sound exchange between artists with the same name, but they'll put like in parentheses, the genre of music that they're associated with. I think that that is a temporary solution until they get the ISNI numbers loaded into the system
2: anything that helps people get the right money that they're owed, that they've earned,
3: I'm in favor of. Definitely. And there's cases even in the neighboring rights world, when you have your localized ID number, like a PPL or sound exchange, and then you have your international performer number, there are still cases where there'll be musicians that have the same name and the same date of birth. I've come across that and then they get each other's money. So then you're like, Oh, actually, yeah, there are like 7 billion of us now on the planet or it's going to happen. So, yeah, I witnessed that a few years ago and it was interesting, but we we fixed it. But that was a classic. Well, this it demonstrates this point perfectly that maybe that extra layer is just going to help. Thanks, guys.
2: That was really good. And you cleared up a lot for me. And thank you for listening. Remember, if you're not a member of IFR, go to IFR, dot and become a member. And if you have a question, email us info at ifr.co.uk. Thanks for listening.